This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. The following is brought to you by Rabbi Yehuda Shein, the administrator of Kashrus Anytime, which is a division of the Kosher Consumers Union, a 501c3 organization. We'll address today some of the things of misunderstanding, misconceptions, etc., etc., about infestation. A lot of people are asking, you know, what happened in the past? Are you saying that our uh, parents, our gedolim of Amol, uh, basically ate infested product? And today, they didn't know what we know today, and you're saying that they were nishal and all of these things? No, not. It's been it's brought down in the Rishonim and the Gemara and everything. We have uh, it brought down about worms and water, bugs and lentils, flies in in, in uh, legumes, worms and dates and dried figs and olives and grapes, uh, and a meat in sesame seeds and even worms and fish. And fish is a whole big um, to do going on these days with fish. And Moshe Vaya spoke to uh, Moshe Feinstein many, many years ago about the worms and the fish, and he says that Allah is very clear about it, that basically there is no uh, osidic of worms and fish. So um, so he doesn't know what the whole ASIC is all about. But there's other ones that say, no, that there is a little bit of ASIC about worms and fish, and the Ada basically feels that it's not really clear that, that it's also the worms and the fish, but if we could find a fish that doesn't have it, you're better off using it. But you see, they didn't ask a herring. They didn't ask other things. They do have in the fish that they put on to the, in the, on the package. It says, Many times that you do find of these small worms and this and that. But they're not really concerned. The Moshe Vaya, I mean, the Moshe Sternbuch writes in the Sefer that it's, it's only because it's, uh, we have Sveikis, it's a hither, and the uh, American Abonim hold Bechol, that it's not also. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to pass by that thing. I'm not really going to address that at this time. But we have basically that we, we can't say that, that these things haven't been in the past. They were in the past, but in each country, people were used to it. They knew cherries in these and these countries, these and these dates, Parshas Chukas, you know, cherries in these and these uh, places are, are infested. In Germany and in France and in Saxony, you know that cherries have problems. In Danzig, cherries didn't have a problem. In America, usually cherries don't, but organic cherries do have a problem. In America, we find very, very heavily infested in um, blueberries, even though there's all the cash organizations that don't want to admit it. They even, and today, already, the CRC of Chicago is admitting that in organic uh, blueberries, there is. But Lamaise, they, they all have the. It's not just the organic ones or anything else. They're just playing not realistic of really what's going on, not keeping up with what it is. And they can't basically, they don't want to ban for all their products. You know, a lot of the cash organizations have their own reasons why they're coming up with, with that tariff for the things, which is really um, not to say that, but that's, that's what the facts are. So people that want to be mocked more, want to be mahad, I don't call them mahad more, the, the basic cash basically, like, the, you know, have broyer. Some 50, 60 years ago, when he set up the um, Kashrus organization for the Boya Kehillah, which was a very, very ungenomin uh, Kashrus standard. Those years, this and that, everybody, even the the, the so-called what Eaton now the Hamishah that are being prepared by them, uh, the Chassidish, 
they all knew the Braya Hashgocha alas. Because it was a what was the reason when Abroya wanted to establish the the Kihilas Hashgocha, he got up Friday night by the by the Bim Friday night or Shabbos by day, and he announced to the Oilam that he's gonna be forming a Kashra organization that's gonna be based on basic Kashras with no Hidurim and no Khumas. And Doyle took a big deep swallow and was a little surprised by that. So he says, I'll explain. He says, when you start with Khumas and Hidurim, you may be left on the end with Khumas and Hidurim. Very likely you're not left with Khumas and Hidurim, but basic Kashras you definitely don't have. I am interested in having basic Kashras. Khumas and Hidurim, each one could do on his own what he wants, but you have to Stellavak Kashras and Eifin that you have basic Kashras. Now you take a look at the the Hamish Ashkochas. Basically, are all based on you know they'll come up with a chimra and a hither, which really there's no reason for it, and a lot of the times or whatever else it is. And but basically, it's they they they're lacking in general. They're lacking basic kashras. A lot of the problems we used to have years ago, we had much better sprays. They had seven. They had other kind of chemicals that we got rid of a lot of these insects. And they used to be natural predators. The praying mantis, other things, the ladybugs, all these things used to control the insect to a big degree. And if a person, uh, like the Chachmasadim brings down, a lot of other ones bring down, if a person is careful and he checks what he eats, and you have these natural predators that eat up the other insects, this and that, it's, uh, yeah, you, you could handle it as long as you're used to it and you take your time and you look and you have good light, you could do it. But what happened was that. With the imports and exports, what we used to have that we knew in certain countries, in certain areas, in certain seasons, we have certain insects, and that we have to deal with. But once they started bringing across things over here, it, it brought the, the uh, certain aphids that were not in certain countries, it brought it over to there, and thrips, and everything else started moving around, that it became a world problem. But the natural predators were not there in all those countries, because when they were bringing across things, not necessarily those predators. Then when they did have the the insecticides, the ones that got hurt much faster by the insecticides was the natural predators that got rid of these insects. They're the ones that died away mostly, and the and the other insects started getting used to overcoming these chemical insecticides. Then the government started banning these insecticides. So so now basically the government has all different kind of amounts that they're allowing. In the, in the things according to the government regulations, like in, in the USDA has that the, you can have 40 or more thrips per 100 grams in asparagus. Uh, you could have in broccoli frozen 60 aphids thrips or mite per 100. 100 grams like 3 ounces. In Brussels sprouts and frozen, you could have uh, 30 aphids. In spinach and other things, you could have uh, 2 more larvae and 50 aphids. You could have large amounts of these things. And just keeps on uh, growing, uh, and and so if you want to have a clean, you can't take from those kind of places. But Lamaisi, you have to be careful. The Rambam was once asked by um, uh, by somebody in a town base that a lot of people have spheres in the moon and trees are made in this, and he said it comes definitely from eating uh, things that are forbidden that you shouldn't be eating. So people should be more careful. Say myself, Rebbe Kivega, a person uh, who couldn't understand the Gemara, everything else, he was very, very smart. But he, he says that this is what is coming. The Neshus Chachma brings down, also from Tamtam, the Mesilus Yisharim brings down from it. But again, you know, I'm not going in to give anybody of Musa what it is. It's just what are the facts out there 
that we have to be careful of in order to try to prevent what it is. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a matter of getting used to checking. I basically, uh, I did take a number of years ago, I became a, a diamond grader uh, by the GIA, uh, which basically gave me a very, very good eye perception in being able to identify and be able to distinguish between one item and another one. I didn't take it at that time because it was very long, but it did help me a lot in identifying too long, but basically if somebody's not used to it, the camouflage that there is is unbelievable, but there is, you know, there's mumchum in the world that have learned this this thing of the camouflage, they said, not everybody is a mumchum, I used to work for some of the cautious organizations in checking um, uh, fruits and vegetables, and they had a time on me that I was rejecting four out of five loads, and the other mashgichim were accepting three out of four. So I had a suffer by me, maybe I have a problem and I'm confusing uh, dirt for bugs. So I decided to go down to uh, one of the big mumchem, the beloved Goldstein, and uh, he works in the positive um, uh, kosher garden laboratory. And I told him, you know, test me. So I was there a few hours and he tested me and he says, no, I do not confuse any dirt for bugs, but I did miss some bugs, and most probably I should have rejected 5 out of 5, but by the way, the ones that would accepting 3 out of 5 are still working for those customizations. So at that time, I stopped until I went for retraining of what it is. Am I, do I hit it now 100%? No, but I think I'm 95% uh, or better. I do have it. You, there are some, you know, with the government is the world's expert in Bidikas uh, Talom, he lives in Eshol. His eyesight, he told me now, is not as good as it used to be. So he has somebody else working for him that has very good eyesight. And then you have David Goldstein. You have the, the big mumche, um, Ari Green, very, very big mumche in chopping these things. And, and he sees right through the camouflage, sees through everything. I mean, that's your big mumche. Then they have some students that they taught, and some are better, and some are not as good, whatever else it is. But you have to be careful with what they are. And then you have to know what's the size of these things that are so. so I have a letter from um, basically of Moshe Vaya that he went through with um, with Rabbi Zalman Orbach, with Rabbi Yashu, with Rabbi Vosner, with Rabbi uh, Weiss, and others. And it came out that basically the you know, a person with uh, decent eyesight, fair eyesight, basically can see uh, insects that are a third of a millimeter. If you take um, on a uh, any denomination, the uh, American dollar bill, it says series, and it says the year, what it is, series 1960, whatever else it is. The height of those things is one millimeter. And the uh, optometry associations and the Abonim, everybody that uh, have gone through it, tiny that one-third of a millimeter, a person with decent eyesight can't see it. Uh, and you have uh, the Mission Guru brings down from the Sam Soifer that he used to have, he, he spoke... Uh, Shabbos Agadol, that people don't don't that they don't have access to others that are trained and uh, mumchem in identifying uh, insects should not be eaten chasa you know these lettuces for moru they should eat regular moru it's a minig and you just skip over it there was a very big michshel that happened in Aku Association Kashi organizations they have this yearly or bi year or whatever else they have their their meetings. 
and they had a meeting in Canada about three, four years ago. One of the speakers was um, the one that uh, Gizbash Gacha also on Bodak and lives in Lakewood, and uh, Bodak has also a Zachtas. So he came up and said that anything that's less than one and a third millimeters is not made of iron. That means he really is claiming that what it says on the dollar bill uh, with series 1960, 1973, whatever else it is, are not made of iron. You can't see it. I mean, we're all fooling ourselves with this thing. But Lamaisi, you know, he's being marshaled the Tzibur with that. But basically, the amount that all the Gedoylem and any person with a decent eyesight is a third of a millimeter this year. So, male, that's why we could never recommend Bodek because the standard is wrong. And we can't recommend any of them there with a Sachs. The Sachs is also on Bodek and a lot of the other ones because evidently going along with that standard of one and a third millimeters. So, we have a problem. Others, on the other hand, have another problem that in order to, you don't have to check everything, but you have to be able to establish a chazaka. The question is, what percentage do you have to check in order to be able to establish a chazaka to know that this is a sufficient amount of being checked with a shmata badika or whatever else it is, and to be able to know that because of that, the thing is clean. And a number of these other ones, which we are not recommending, is because they don't check a sufficient amount. And when we ask the Mashgichim or Ravamachshe, could you tell me your percentages? And they don't say what percentage they're doing. They refuse to say because they know that you, you could check up and doesn't stim. Um, uh, positive and Kosher Garden, which is the exact same product, even though others want to tie in that's a different standard in, in, in the checking, but I was there many times. There, there is no different standard, it's just the packaging is different. It, the other ones are basically, uh, I gotta say, a blush and the key, they're a bunch of liars. But Lamaisa, if um, they'll tell you exactly how much you're checking, the Moshe will tell you what percentage, depending on what the item is and how much you have to check. And they make a, a, a badika beforehand, they make a badika afterwards, after it's washed. And it's that. But the other ones, they basically aren't doing it, and that's why, you know, we have a problem. We have a lot of them coming from, from uh, what do you call it, from, from China. You have others that rejected strawberries from China, then another Ashgosh went and took it. And then he was surprised that others went and we publicized that you shouldn't use it because you rejected it. It isn't fasted. Then they took it and they said it wasn't fasted. Then a month later they came up and they said, oh, they found out that it isn't fasted. And this other guy, Mansi, with the, all these fishmongers, they came up and they said, yeah, so now they, they said, oh, the, the blueberries don't have insects. Then they decided uh, blueberries does have insects. They don't know. They have this agenda, the fishmongers, with these type of things of what yes and what not. And anybody that goes along with that fishy serum, which is not partial that it's also it's the stomach most of the, the fish insects, but as long as you took the Pledge of Allegiance to the, to the fishmongers, that you're not going to use the fish that has terlom in it, mainly all the other products that you do, even though it's not always called Tapiloch, and they don't understand anything about kashras, these wannabes, that those people are no good, but the other ones that are fishmongers that go along with the Pledge of Allegiance of the fish, worms, those are acceptable. Nori. The nori, nori always used to, you know, that's the wrapping they use, the green wrapping that they, comes from the ocean, which they use for, um, for to wrap the sushi, uh, the rice and the fish. So the nori, everybody used to be concerned about the seahorses, and you could see it, you didn't see it, and it's checked by machines, it's checked by people, then they found there's a problem. But uh, three years ago, the Ada and others found that there's other problems in the nori, which is copepods. That's the same insects you find in water, which is extremely, extremely small, hard to see. Even if you put it on a light box, if you don't take apart the nori, you're not going to really be able to find it. So what others are saying that from certain manufacturers, it is acceptable. Certain manufacturers are not acceptable. It isn't. 
all nori that's coming from from wherever else it is that comes from the water they they have in general they will have coping power the mill there is no way of using it the, but the only place where there is a hillock of where they're getting it you take the california roll or the the connie the imitation crab which is all the same thing but basically that's all made from pollock fish and pollock fish also by the way the the fish sticks and those things is also made from non-ground up uh, pollock fish which is infested even though the fishmongers say that minced means it's ground up they don't know what they're, what they're talking about minced in fish language means it's not ground at all and there's whole insects there so those the carny and the imitation crab all of them have insects in it besides there's one company which happens to be i believe under sachtas which uses a different fish called bream b-r-e-e-m Bream happens to be a clean fish. It doesn't have any infestation. So that's the kind of fish, if they, they little, as far as that's concerned, but that doesn't give you any heter to be able to use the nori that it's wrapped with. Now, sable is, has a talom, not only in the in the belly flap, and cod, the same thing. And some cartoonizations, like this lake in KCL came up now, and they said, Oh, if you cut away some part and you don't take the top part, what what part is the top, what part is the bottom, what part is, what part isn't, what part did you check, and you didn't check. They don't know, so they decided now, because, you know, if everyone wants to use sable, they want sable, you know, by, uh, yeah, just like you have lux, and you want to have sable, and you want to have uh, codfish, they're, they're coming up now with a tear and they're lying. But, they, you know, the, the lamaisa, most of the insects and fish, lamaisa is not going to be awesome. Then we have, you know, the insects basically in orange juice. So the Ada says that in orange juice, that you have this scale insect. Uh, in orange juice, um, all orange juice has, it doesn't make a difference which Ashkofi you have, they all have it at, at this time. Nobody came up yet with a clean orange juice. So the Ada says you could filter it out with an 80 mesh filter. The Moishevaya holds that it's Kadai to do it with a 100 mesh filter, but more than that, you don't have to because the size of the scale insect is uh, 50 uh, millimeters and if it's 50 millimeters basically it's not going to fit through uh, an 80 but sometimes because of pressure it could so he says so do it with 100 but you don't have to do it any more than that but the fishmongers they don't know those kind of filters they only know the one that's being used by um, by um, uh, positive and kosher garden which is the ones for water, which those are much smaller insects that might uh, go on through. So they have a 230 mesh, and they tell you to use that. But that's a very, very big mixel because it's so hard for the juice, which is a much thicker consistency, for the juice to go through a 230 mesh, that people stop using it. They're losing a tremendous amount of the, of the juice that remains in the thing, and you can't really get it out because it's too thick. So really, you shouldn't be using more than 100, maximum 150, if that's what you have available. 230 is basically, uh, i got to tell you, it's also to use. It's, you're making chimitis and idurim that are making for and because of that, people are not checking, and they're coming up with that, and then they tell you you should use a 430, this and that. They all don't know exactly what they're, what they're doing, and they don't realize that this is really chimitis, the osin, they call us, and that's what it is. And uh, Merchant will continue about these uh, issues at another podcast and call to a show.